0: Hey, DM listeners, I've been running my own business since I was 17, and I found that nothing slows down entrepreneurs more than this one pesky question, and that's what do I do next? And left unanswered, you find yourself stuck far below your potential, jumping from one shiny object to the next, perpetually wondering why other businesses are growing and yours is stuck. So that's why Scalable has put together the seven levels of scale framework. We'll give you the shortest path possible to go from a struggling startup to a high profit, high impact exitable business. That'll give you the wealth and freedom you deserve. So stop wondering what to do next and take our free three-minute assessment today at getscalable.com dm. That's getscalable.com dm. And you can download a free guide to show you what level of scale you're currently at and how you can scale quickly and profitably to the next. Coming up next on the digital marketer podcast.
1: But, so there's there's eight milestones. There's it starts with step one is mind map. So there's really it starts with what we I call the it's it's the more writing method, mm-hmm. right? And so you mind map everything you can think of on the topic of the book. That's the M. Then O stands for outline. So you turn that mind map into a chapter by chapter outline. Then the R stands for rough draft. So you write your rough draft, and then the E stands for editing. And so that's the more writing method. And that's what makes the process a whole lot faster, easier, simpler, more cohesive, all that stuff. Hey, it's Mark Grass here. And I've got a question for you. What if you could legally get the
2: emails of almost every person who visits your site? Seriously, what if you could safely and respectfully retarget your website visitors via email just by dropping a pixel onto your site? And he believes in his product so much that he's willing to do something a little crazy for digital marketer listeners. If you go through their easy 30-minute onboarding process and haven't 5X your investment within the first six months, they'll give you all of your money back. To take advantage of the offer, go to getemails.com slash marketer. That's getemails.com slash marketer.
1: So those are the first four milestones. So you've got mind map, outline, rough draft, self-editing. Then you've got the next milestone is professional editing. So that's number five. Then you've got cover design, which is number six. Milestone seven is formatting. And then milestone eight is launch. So that's kind of like, if we just talk about like at a glance, like those are the milestones um, that it takes to go from, I have an idea or maybe not even sure if I have an idea to I've got a published book that's um, selling copies and bringing in lead sales and referrals for my business.
3: This is Digital Markdown.
2: Hey guys, welcome to the Digital Marketer Podcast. I'm Mark DeGrasse, President of Digital Marketer. And today I have a very exciting guest, Chandler Bolt. He's an investor and CEO of Self Publishing School and SelfPublishing.com. He's actually on the Forbes 30 Under 30 list. And he has six best selling books, with his most recent book titled Published. So welcome to the show, Chandler.
1: Mark, great to be here. Thanks for having me.
2: It's so cool because I think so many, you know, I've actually written articles about how I think that every, you know, business professional should write a book. And for so many people, it seems like a really daunting task, but I think you've kind of made a business out of simplifying that process, right?
1: Yeah, yeah, definitely. I am I, I, feel the pain of a lot of people who have tried and failed. I'm a, I'm a C-level English student in a college dropout with ADHD. So you know how sometimes they say the best are the worst students make the best teachers because they know what it's mm. like to struggle. So that's always been my goal. And, and so that's what we do at Self-Publishing School is we help people write and publish a book in as little as 90 days. That grows their impact, their income, and their 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 business if they have one. And so that's the goal. And, and really, but, but to do it in a way that's ADHD friendly <laughs> and as simple as possible. That is so cool. And you, you've read six yourself? Yes, sir. Yeah. So six books, I guess, technically, so I got the, we were talking about this right before we started mm-hmm. interviewing. I've got the second edition, which is kind of technically a, se- a seventh book, even though it would really, I guess, be the sixth because it's the same one, but a second edition. Hey, so it depends <laughs> on how you slice it.
2: <laughs> well, how different is the new book? Is it uh, lots of updates? or Totally different. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah.
1: yeah. <laughs> it's totally different. It's, it, it's, uh, it's, it went from 50,000 words up to 80,000 and back down oh. to 60 and probably, I don't know, probably 70% new new content.
2: That's a new book then. You yeah. See, uh, version two.
1: <laughs> <laughs> Still counts.
2: That's awesome. So in the book, you kind of walk through the the process you developed over. When did you start the process of doing this?
1: Yeah, so we started Self Publishing School in February of 2015. So going on seven years ago, we've published about six thousand books um, in that time period. And so really, the book itself published, my newest book, is the goal is to just distill the process, the ten thousand foot view of how do you, how do you come up with an idea? How do you make sure that you strategically structure this so that it's going to actually grow your business? How do you write a great book? How do you publish it? How do you launch it? Sell more copies, and then. And then there's a couple of chapters on using it to get speaking gigs, using it mm. to grow your business, like specifically. I tell it's funny, I actually tell a story in the in the business building chapter about one of the most powerful lessons I learned from my very first conference, like big boy conference, which was traffic and conversion uh. Back in 2014 and and, and, and learning about the half built bridges and the focusing and implement, implement, like all that stuff. So I didn't even think about that. So we were just talking about. That's so funny.
2: Yeah, I think, you know, for a lot of people, the the whole book writing process is kind of daunting. I actually used to own a magazine. And even, you know, a single magazine issue is actually a ton of work. Yeah. But, you know, I think it's even even in this day and age where people think of kind of constantly updating content on their website, on their social media presence, on their blog. The books get overlooked. And, you know, what, what do you say to those marketers and business owners where they're like, I don't have time to write a book? Yeah, because that's that's the first objection, I'd imagine.
1: Oh, it's, it's uh, I don't have time, and then the timing isn't right. I think mm-hmm. either people say I don't have time, or it's like oh, there's going to be this magical day where I've got no job, no kids, no business, no responsibilities. Yeah, yeah, it, it's <laughs> never going to happen. Besides, like the first forty five days of the pandemic, <laughs> um, <laughs> it's not happening again. And so, m- what I would say is that it doesn't have to take as long as you think. To do it well. And if if you delay doing it, you're actually hurting your business. I believe that a book is 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 one of the single best ways that you can grow your business. And I I talk about use a book to grow your business in three ways. Use your book to get more leads, use your book to get more sales, and use your book to get more referrals. So Mm -hmm. more leads, these are people who hear about your company because of your book, right? Obviously, Ryan Dice has done this multiple times and I think digital marketing for dummies, the machine book, like I've had him on the self-publishing school podcast. We've talked about this. And so these are people who heard about digital marketer because of the book, right? And then there's sales. So use your book in the sales process. So whether it's the traffic to lead, lead to appointment, if you have appointments in your business, appointment to show up, show up to close, like there's all these kind of levers in in your sales funnel. And if you use a book and I know that you guys have, have, have done this with your business as well. And even done it at traffic and conversion summit, like giving everyone copies of the book at the event it will then more people who know about you will end up doing business with you. So you'll increase kind of your conversion rate on your, your whole funnel and then referrals. I, You know, you've heard the saying, a book is a new business card, right? Well, you give someone a business card, they're going to throw it away probably almost instantly. (laughs) (laughs) They're (laughs) going to hand it back is what happens now. Yeah, right. (laughs) You you give them a book though, and they're going to keep it. And and they're going to put it in their office, and their home. And every time they see it, they're going to think of you. And then next time they have someone that's like, hey, that's interesting. Or I'm thinking about X, Y, Z. They'll say, hey, why don't you just take this book? I think it'll help you. And so you turn customers into active referrers. In a similar way, once again, you guys have done this, where people can say, oh, "I'm going to read the Machine Book," or "I'm going to read the Digital Marketing for Dummies book," and and okay, now I'm introduced to the methodology, and I got re- referred to Digital Marketer through this book, and and this and and now I, I want to do business with them. That's
2: awesome. It's almost like the book does all the heavy lifting for you that yeah. you would spend, you know, months or years or you know, thousands of dollars trying to establish that presence. Yeah. The book is just sitting there. And you know, for the most part, my experience is that they're evergreen, right?
1: Yes. Well, I call, yeah, I call it a silent salesman. Mm-hmm. It's it's oh, cool. what goes out and it and it does a lot of selling, and you don't have to say a word. I guess other than me narrating my own audiobook. Oh, that's uh, you, cool. You say it once, right? And then now all this, but anytime someone gets the audiobook for my new book, it's like we're having a six-hour conversation, and then at the end of that six-hour conversation like, I like this Chandler guy. I'm interested in self-publishing school. They book a call with my team. They sign up for self-publishing school. So it's just, you're, you're, you're teaching a methodology and you're building a relationship and you're adding value in a way that it, it is differentiating you in the marketplace and, and leading people to do business with you.
2: Oh that's huge. Well, and you know, what I've seen is when you get people to read the book first, now they understand your business. Yes. They know, or they think they know you, uh, you know, it's kind of like the yeah. you know YouTube star effect where it's like, yeah. yeah, I've seen you so many times and and yeah. now I feel like I know you so when I see you in person it's just a huge thing but you know the book I imagine has the same effect. And you said you you actually do the narration.
1: I did for the audiobook. Yeah, I think it, it's it's exactly what you said you're building a relationship and you're it's it's a virtual introduction and and then you're building authority kind of like you said is and it's uh you know it's kind of cheesy but the root word of authority is author and you can't spell uh-huh. the word authority without author. So you, you're, intro- you're instantly credentializing yourself um, in the eyes of the customer. But then there's like this weird effect where everything downstream gets more effective and more efficient. So mm-hmm. your close rate and, and conversion rate on everything goes up. Um, right. But then also even stuff like onboarding. <laughs> you know, people know your methodology so they can just plug in and now your staff is spending less time like getting people up to speed on how you do things, getting them into the process like they, they know the process. And so this is, I mean, it's something we're going to start using now as well. Even just this, the newest version of my book is just shipping it to every new customer and saying, oh, hey, let's get started. Start reading this <laughs> as part of the onboarding process. And no, so now the book can do a lot of heavy lifting and then, oh. and then we can supplement in with a bunch of other stuff. Oh, that's so cool.
2: Well, I think for, you know, just the process, because I've gone through myself of writing a book and it just helps you organize your thoughts because, yeah. you know, I'd say the same thing about magazines where it has a front cover and a back cover and everything in between and then it's done and you hand it to somebody like it's, it's almost a business development process every yeah. time you go through it. So mm-hmm. your, your courses, you actually talk about that, you know, just outlining, you know, coming up with that initial intro and then all the content, how, how does it work?
1: Yeah, so it's kind of in. So there's there we have, we it's like milestones, right? So there's eight milestones to writing launching a book, and I'll just I'll just walk through them briefly. It's the fun thing about having new new curriculum and content is you got to look it up. So I'm pulling this up in the book right now. But so there's there's eight milestones. There's it starts with step one is mind map. So there's really it starts with what we I call the it's it's the more writing method, Mm -hmm. right? And so you mind map everything you can think of on the topic of the book. That's the M. Then O stands for outline. So you turn that mind map into a chapter by chapter outline. Then the R stands for rough draft. So you write your rough draft and then the E stands for editing. And so that's the more writing method. And that's what makes the process a whole lot faster, easier, simpler, more cohesive, all that stuff. So those are the first four milestones. So you've got mind map, outline, rough draft, self-editing. Then you've got the next milestone is professional editing. So that's number five. Then you've got cover design, which is number six. Milestone seven is formatting. And then milestone eight is launch. So that's kind of like if we just talk about like at a glance, like those are the milestones um, that it takes to go from. I have an idea or maybe not even sure if I have an idea to I've got a published book that's um selling copies and bringing in lead sales and referrals for my business.
2: that's awesome. So in that process, because it you know you you always see those like write the title first or write yeah. the title last. <laughs> like what's your what's your take on
1: titling? Man, such a great question. I, I last i th- I think people and when you're just getting started, the most important thing is getting your rough draft finished mm. as fast as possible because what and it's not that's not to say, hey, write a crappy book. That's more to say, Get a rough draft done because once you get your rough draft done, you're going to start to see the light at the end of the tunnel. And you're going to start to believe that this is possible. And a, fin- a crappy rough draft that's finished is better than a perfectly unfinished draft. <laughs> right? and, and so I would rather have a rough draft that's finished that I'm like, oh, man, this needs a lot of work. But now I have the momentum than not. And so to answer your specific question, as it relates to a title, so many people, they'll, they'll do everything people... Will do everything but write myself included. It's like (laughs) you got to write. It's like oh, maybe I should think about the title. Maybe I should think about the cover. Maybe I should start with the marketing plan. And it's just a distraction from what you really need to do. And it's kind of like you can paint yourself into a corner by coming up with a title, and then that's not what the book becomes. And Mm -hmm. then you then you're like trying to fit the title. And so for me, I have a hook. Sure, like I have a general, like I have an ideal avatar or ideal reader that I'm writing to. It's I call it the four Ps of a best-selling book, person, pain, promise, price. So I've got a person that I'm writing to, the pain that they have, that they know that they have, and what's the promise of the book. Okay. And then that's enough to write a great book. And then you can create the title at the end.
2: Oh, that's so cool. Yeah, I did. Well, I've always done everything kind of backwards because I started with <laughs> layout design.
1: <laughs> yeah, yeah, <laughs> layout
2: design, book cover with title, and then, okay, now I'm going to write the book. But so I have yeah. this really good looking book that has no content. <laughs> it's, <what I> <laughs> For the last several years, but it's it started. So that's why, I'm, yeah. personally, I'm like, oh my gosh, this is going to be so awesome because I have a bunch of questions about you know going through the process. So yeah. you know, in terms of time frame, because you said you know get that draft done. You know, if mm-hmm. somebody's following your program perfectly, like how soon would they have that, and how long does it have to be? Do you talk yeah. about that as well?
1: Great. to you get some more great questions. So ideal length of a book is anywhere from you know, t- more traditionally it's 40 to 70, 80,000 words. That's kind of like the, if we're talking about traditional nonfiction, but you can, it, depending on the function of your book, it's the, it's the first chapter in my book. I talk about starting with why and mm. what's the, what's sure what's the purpose for the reader. That's important. But then also what's the purpose for you as the author? Like yeah. what, do, what do you expect this book to do for you? Is it to grow your business? Is this, is this to make an impact? Like, cause that was just informed decisions. But let's say if, if it's a lead capture type book, that can go as low as 15,000 words. Mm-hmm. That's on the very short end, but, but that can serve the function mm-hmm. of what you need to do to educate and bring in leads and that sort of thing. So that's kind of the uh, how long the book should be. And then as far as how long it takes, if people follow the process and what we teach at uh, um, self-publishing school, anywhere from 90 days to a year, it's kind of like the general ballpark. I think we've got. I think it's fifty to sixty percent or so currently of people who sign up for self-publishing school write and publish their book in less wow. than a year. So that so that that's pretty solid. But it it, it depends on the person. You can do it in ninety days. Really the most important thing we've got, I talk about is the 30-day rough draft challenge. Mm-hmm. Like that is the most, because sure, some things will take longer and some things you might go faster than you think, but getting the rough draft done and, and committing to a 30-day rough draft challenge where maybe you get the rough draft done in 30 days, or maybe you get 25,000 words if you're writing, let's call it 750 words a day or something like that. Oh, and so just, you can make some significant progress and that's the most important starting point.
2: That's awesome. So, what do you say to people who like don't write well, or think that they can't write well, or have trouble sitting down at the computer and you know, busting it out? Do you have advice for that?
1: Yeah, two things. So, we kind of have a three-step writing process that I teach, and so it's we talk about mowing down your rough draft, which is an acronym, which stands for mind map, outline, write. And so I do the same thing on the big picture level level for the book. So you mind map and then outline and you kind of have like, let's call it a 15-chapter outline. Right. And so then if I've got my 15-chapter outline, I want to do this 30-day rough draft challenge. Well, that's a chapter every other day. Hmm. You know? And so then I sit down and I'll spend 10 minutes mind mapping everything I can think of on that chapter. Spend 10 minutes turning that mind map into an outline for that chapter. And then spend 45 minutes to an hour and a half actually writing the chapter and repeat that process chapter mm. by chapter by chapter. And so for a lot of people who say, you know, hey, I'm not a great writer. Like that, that was me. And, and, and that process makes it easier because you're getting ideas out and then you're structuring and then, the, then you're writing. But then two or three other tips here would be, you know, you can also mind map outline speak. So if mm. you speak better than you write, do that, <laughs> um, and if you're a better speaker than writer, and uh, so then, so then do that. So then, my map outline, but then speak the chapter, one chapter at a time, and that works really well for people. I know when I was interviewing Ryan on the the Self-Publishing School podcast, he talked about how he did that, basically did that, but with webinars. So wow. I think he did. It was a series of five webinars, and that was kind of the, his way to speak the 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 book kind of oh, maybe one section at a time is like an hour long webinar would be like a section in the book and then another section and another section. And so that, that, so that's my first tip is my map outline writer, my map outline speak. The second tip would be actually to write to one person. Oh. So a lot of t- people talk about having an avatar. Mm-hmm. I think it's helpful, but incomplete when it comes to writing a book. So instead what I would do is say, Hey, who's one person that you actually know? And so and then write the book to them so let's say mark you're the avatar for my book well then i could just go one chapter time i should just say actually say dear mark <laughs> and then write the chapter and as if it was a letter to you and then a lot of people struggle with voice like should i be funny should i be serious should i but all those questions get answered when i just ask, re-ask the same question which is well how would i say this to mark like oh, would i use cool. this story or would i not would i would i be funny or would i be serious what i be, like all those things, if I just write it directly to Mark, well, then there's a bunch of other people like Mark who will, will say, hey, I, I feel like this book was written directly to me, but it was because I wrote it directly uh, to one person. So those would be kind of my two two biggest tips on, on if you don't feel like you, you, you write well.
3: Hey, Ryan Dice here. and optimization for you too. So if you feel stuck when it comes to optimizing your website, go and visit conversionfanatics.com and they'll give you a list of custom suggestions to optimize your site 100% free. Once again, you can find them at conversionfanatics.com. And then hire a great
1: editor. (laughs) Yes. (laughs) They'll make your book way better.
2: (laughs) So in terms of the editor, do you guys do that as well? Or do you just show how to find an editor that kind of thing
1: yeah we um we we don't do it so we're an education company not a publishing company so we don't do editing in-house but we have exclusive discounts and deals with a bunch of really Mm -hmm. good editors and kind of a rolodex of a bunch of great editors that have like exclusive pricing through us for our people so and then if people want to do it themselves we say hey It's actually a note. That's another one of the chapters in the book is like, Hey, here are scripts and templates that you can use to outreach. Here's how you find, here's how you save money on the editing process. Here's how you make sure that you find a good editor. Here's how you hit deadlines, like a bunch of that kind of stuff.
2: Oh, super cool. Okay. So, so we got how to, you know, kind of get started writing the book, how to edit the book. Let's talk about publishing. So you know, self-published? I imagine you, know, you go to your own printer and print a certain amount or how do you go through that recommendation?
1: Yeah. So there's a lot of options now. You know, It used to be that the only way that you sold books was to get into bookstores. And the only way to get into bookstores was to have a traditional publishing deal. The only way to have a traditional publishing 50, deal is an agent. <laughs> like, there's all these gatekeepers, right? But now it's kind of crazy, but 70% of all books sold are sold on Amazon. Which I couldn't believe 70%. that stat. the first time I heard it. I'm like, there's no way. But it has just accelerated over the last you know few years and decades of bookstores closing down and all that. So there's a lot of really great options. There's print on demand options. There's printer options. There's So we do a lot of our stuff actually through Amazon. So they'll print, pack the book oh. when people buy it and then just cut you a check. That's so, cool. That's that's how uh, we do uh, a lot of our stuff is is through that, and then there's other resources like Ingram Spark and other like kind of book um, production mm-hmm. um, companies, but a lot of good a lot of good options that where you don't have to buy 5,000 books up front, <laughs> yeah. or even any books up front. You can do it. You can get have them print, pack, shipped as you sell.
2: Oh, that's super cool. So if you were, let's say just from a business owner perspective, like I'm going to use this for my prospecting, I'm going to do it yeah. speaking engagements. Like, do you have like a, you should print this many books to get started?
1: Yeah, that's a great question. So I, I would say, uh, you know, depending on how big your business is and how lead flow and customer volume and all that stuff would be maybe a hundred, few hundred, or maybe even a few thousand if like you're really humming. And Th- those are to give to prospects. Those are to give to clients. There's like that sort of thing. And then what I'll also do is I do a decent amount of speaking at events and stuff. Mm-hmm. So like I spoke at Traffic and Conversion Summit a couple of years ago and brought 300 books and gave them away to a bunch of attendees. And so that's where, you know, and then a bunch of folks ended up saying, hey, uh, we want to we want to do business with you guys. And that was the, the book was the conversation starter when, when they saw me speak and stuff like that. So if you're doing speaking, then it makes sense to kind of, right? A lot of people want to, bring books and sell books, which that's cool too. You can definitely do that. But I I bring them to lead capture. (laughs) And so then I can say, how do I get 50% of the folks in this room's name, email, phone number, and address? Well, give them a free book. And then now all of a sudden I've got, those are $5 leads because that's all I'm paying for the book, right? Instead of what I would be paying to get leads elsewhere, which would be way more than that.
2: No, I think that's a great way to look at it. Just, you know, it's a tool. It's a marketing tool. Yeah. You know, it's not a product. Per se, because I think yeah. everybody thinks that, like, well, nobody's going to buy it, and it's like yeah. it doesn't matter.
1: <laughs> no, that's sure. not the point. Not going to make the money off the book royalties; it'll be on the business that comes from yeah. the book.
2: Yeah, but you know, the flip side of that is you have six best-selling books. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so let's talk about that. Is that yeah. when you say best-selling? Is that on you know where is that, or is it on Amazon? Is that
1: yeah, yeah? So I think the 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 way that I define kind of the minimum bestseller is number one on a category in Amazon that's legit. So this uh, is not like underwater basket weaving and I sold four copies and that sort of thing. And I I think, so there's, this is like kind of maybe a little bit of a tangent in itself, but you know, there's, there's, there's a merit-based bestseller list and there's editorial bestseller mm-hmm. lists. The New York Times is editorial. So it's no. not actually, I mean, it's based loosely or on books sold, but it's editor's choice. Whereas the USA Today bestseller, Wall Street Journal, and Amazon are all based on actual units sold. I like so I, I lean more towards that. Obviously the New York Times has more prestige, but actual books sold and and so yeah, those are those are you know number one in a legit category on Amazon.
2: That's awesome. So in terms of, you know, you yes you could use the book as a marketing tool or a lead magnet. But if you do want to get on that best selling you know, best selling you know status on any of yep. those platforms, how do you go about Promoting the book itself.
1: Yeah, great question. There's a ton of stuff you can do. I'll say a couple things. Just just like two or three kind of uh, tips that I would give. One is start with what I call the launch triangle, and this is actually probably be the biggest thing that I would I would talk about. And I don't know if if, if people see the actual video of this, but so you, you've got the launch triangle, which is you got your launch team, you've got reviews, and then you've got promotions. And so that's kind of how I look at it. A launch team, this is a small group of people that support you or the topic of your book. So this could be customers, friends, family, could be 15 people, 50 people, 100 plus, right? And they get a free copy of the book ahead of time, ahead of the launch, maybe even just a free digital copy. And so they can read the book and then leave a review on day one. So now all of a sudden you've got kind of this this massive army of folks who are who are helping promote the book and you're launching with a bang. So if you just do one thing, do that, just do the launch team concept and implement launch team concept. But then that helps you with a second point on the triangle, which is getting reviews. That's so important for longevity on Amazon. And then number three is promotions. And this is where kind of, I talk about like two specific launch strategies. One I call the MVP launch which is kind of like the minimum viable product launch. And then then you've got the traditional launch, which is you know, any big book that you've seen published has probably followed some form of the traditional launch. And so that's where, that in a lot of ways, it's the promotions part of the triangle that is this accordion that's like, okay, depending on your audience size, your resources and time, your resources and money that you want to spend on all that, it can accordion to be an MVP launch a traditional launch or somewhere in between. And that's really like the big differentiator on how, on how much time you spend on the marketing side of things and, and all that good stuff.
2: So in terms of the, you know, the whole process, do you have like a cost or budget associated? Like, Hey, it's going to take you 30 days and it's going to be a thousand bucks or something.
1: And are we talking the whole thing or are we talking just specifically marketing?
2: I would say just for the, let's talk about launch. So I'm, I'm, I wrote the book, good to go on the market. Yeah. you know That's
1: the, I mean, you can do it for a few hundred bucks. You can do it for a few thousand bucks. I mean, you could obviously spend a whole lot more. So it really just depends. I mean, I just relaunched this book and probably probably all in spent, well, I don't know, maybe a few thousand bucks, but that, like, but then I, I did a lot of what I've been talking about with the free copies and sending mm. free copies for the business. So if you count that, then I probably got another 20 or $30,000 in no. physical copies that I shipped because I'm just so bullish on... That and that's already turned into. I think we're at like one hundred and twenty-five thousand dollars at least wow. in the last month or two on customers that have come from raising right. their hand and saying, "Hey, I'm interested in in one of these free books." So
2: that is so cool. Yeah, I think that's you know for me that's always been my dream is is getting a book out there, and then it's been six years since I've written.
1: Let's do it, man! I'm <laughs> shipping you a copy of this book.
2: I'm going to um, read that,
1: and uh, it'll it'll help you.
2: That's so cool. Now, this, this has been great. You know, just in terms of motivation, we'll, we'll go ahead and close with that. What would you say is the number one, you know, selling point to get people to sit down, start writing a book?
1: Yeah. Just that it'll be the single best thing that you've ever done for your business and maybe for your life as a whole. Like I know writing and publishing a book changed my life. It's, I believe that books change lives, right? Books change the lives of readers. Like almost all of us have had our life changed by reading a book right? But then they also change the lives of authors. And so it, it'll be truly a life-changing process that is also <laughs> the best thing, one of the best things you'll ever do to grow your business. And so I'll, I'll send some people some, we can talk about that a little bit later, or I can share that at the end, but I'll send some people some free copies if they'd like a copy of my book published. I've got a link I can, I can send in a second, but like get started with this and because it'll be one of the best things you ever do.
2: Well, I think that, yeah, that is a selling point. <laughs> I'm sold I'm gonna write a book this year actually it was already on my New Year's list but this is perfect this is like perfect timing so in terms of that that link that you were talking about you want to pitch that
1: yeah, sure. So if anyone is, is saying, hey, I'm I'm inspired and I'd love to, to write a book, I'd love to ship you a copy of my new book. You heard me talk about it. It's called Published, The Proven Path from Blank Page to 10,000 Copies Sold. And I've got a link. It's if you go to publishedbook.com forward slash DM. So for digital marketer DM, then the first 50 people, I will print and pack and ship a copy of the book to your doorstep this is not a free plus shipping funnel. This is not any of that stuff. It's literally <laughs> a free plus no shipping. And uh, so go to publishedbook.com forward slash DM. So DM for digital marketer, and you can grab a copy there and I'll, I'll ship you a copy.
2: That's fantastic. Well, I think fantastic advice. You know, I've I personally always been a fan of books. I think it, it really puts things in perspective and is as much for business development as it is for sales or even marketing. But I think what you've done is fantastic. And the fact that you have a new book out and it's updated is, is even better. So Amen.
1: I appreciate that. Th-
2: thank you so much for coming on the show. And uh, you guys check out the link. We'll go ahead and put that on the video and in the description as well. Check that out. First 50. So get on it. And do it soon because they're going to fly. Thank you so much, Chandler. And uh, just just in terms of you, where could people find more about you personally?
1: Yeah. So me personally, I've got I host the Seven Figure Principles podcast, also the Self Publishing School podcast, and I'm on Facebook. That's the only social media I have. But uh, so that's for me personally. And then for Self Publishing School, if you're interested in chatting with our team about your book, go to self-publishingschool.com forward slash apply. Uh, And we can chat about your book, put together a plan, see how we might be able to help.
2: Fantastic. Well, thanks again for coming on the show. Uh, You guys, thanks for tuning in and look for more podcasts soon.